Welcome to episode 51, everybody, of the ADV Podcasts. We've got a, an interesting one for you today. We're talking about some pretty funny stuff, but also some serious stuff as usual. So uh, what do you say we get right into it? Sure. Okay, so we're going to get right into what's new, everyone. It's where we talk about what's new with regards to China. And we got a funny one to start you out with uh, today. Now, you know, when it comes to... We'll explain this image in the background soon. When it comes to Chinese TV, I mean, there are a plethora of these uh, period dramas, and they're usually set more or less in the same time. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, most periods are full of drama, let's be totally honest. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> but, you know, uh, it, it's, you know, the old classical Qing dynasty or whatever other dynasty the that they decide to choose, and it's always got very beautiful costumes and people flying through the air and, and whatnot, and lots of ruffling of cloths. And, you know, you've seen Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, kind of set in that time. Sure. Uh, anyway, there's this actress who just finished filming uh, something called San Qian, What is it? San Qian Ya Sha. Yeah, Ya Sha. So it basically means three thousand crows. Yeah, I mean it's the same character for crows. It means three thousand years of love if you translate. <laughs> okay. If you directly translate it, even though that's not actually what it means, that's what the name is in English. That they oh, chose, okay. Right? Well, I mean, yeah. To me, it sounds like. 3,000 murder of crows. So yeah. ya means, like, wu ya means, like, crow. Yeah. And then sha means, like, to kill. So yeah. it's like a kill, crow it's kill. probably a murder 3,000 murder, murder crows. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Anyway. So this actress you see in the background, what's her name? Liu Lu? Liu Lu, yeah. Liu Lu. So she was uh, basically one of the supporting roles in this TV series, which is fully film filmed and shot. So they've shot the whole thing. It's all done. And what did she do? Well, this is a high-budget show. And as Winston yeah. said, like, there's so many of these shows. Yeah. Uh, these these periods. Sometimes shows. it's difficult to tell them apart. To Honestly, and not the people, the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the show is like you have your flowing dresses. You mm -hmm. have your, like, 20-minute dialogues. Mm -hmm. It's basically soap opera. It is. It's yeah. a soap opera. Yeah. So anyway, long story short, this girl, she um, was going to film the show. Okay. Mm -hmm. She's going to be, I think her character is going to be called... Ching Ching Daren, yeah. okay, and she was going to be like some madam, some royal madam, right? Mm -hmm. So she she's on her way. She's on the high speed rail. Yeah. Well, she's already well, she, she's already filmed. She's already filmed this, yeah. but she's on her on the high speed rail for yeah. some reason. Yeah. And she gets caught by security with too many canisters of aerosols. Yeah. Or anything, some butane, whatever. So I'm assuming they didn't say what it was. They said it was contraband, but I'm just going to assume it's hairspray or something because I've yeah. been effed for bringing hairspray on the train not only hairspray but deodorant not, yeah, you know uh, any deodorant. kind of aerosol thing sure. that you've got in your luggage even if you get onto the the underground like the, sure. the metro they take it away from you and they confiscate it but yeah, she tried to I've take it on i have many times had yeah. that stuff confiscated I, what i found funny is they took that away but when i was going on the high speed rail they didn't take away the, the petrol and oil that i yeah, had you were carrying I'm, gas i was going to go and like fix a motorbike and i bought all the tools i needed right. and i happened to have a little thing of gas a little thing of like a whole right. oil all that but they didn't take that but they I like took that my you deodorant you could have just gone there to get it. <laughs> I didn't know. I was yeah. going into the middle of nowhere. True. So. That's true. Anyway, yeah. long story short, she uh, that's not a big deal. You don't get arrested for that. No, no. They just confiscate it. No, they confiscate it. But she kicked up a hissy fit. And she said something like, these shoes are worth more than whatever. Like She's bragging about her well, saying, like, you can't take my stuff. Yeah. And she fought against the cops, which usually, honestly, the reason she did this, because you can usually get away with it if you're you rich. You can, if, especially if you kick up a stink. In China, it's an unfortunate thing, and I've seen this happen in front of my own eyes so many times, that if you want something done, like in a restaurant or sure. whatever, right? 
if you're nice about it, it never gets done. No. But if people like start throwing a hissy fit and basically being a Karen, you <laughs> yes, know, you gotta be a then, Karen. Then things get done and they're like, oh, we're so sorry. And the manager will come and they'll do everything. And unfortunately, that breeds this kind of culture where if you want to get your own way, you just throw a hissy fit and then you will get your way. It's, it's the opposite of how it should be, you know. So she tried to throw a hissy fit. And we've got so, little, yeah, we can play it as you can see her moving around. And get us GIFs, out of here. In these GIF images. GIF images. You can see her like rolling around there and stuff, doing whatever she's doing. You get to enjoy that for a couple seconds. <laughs> now, notice how she's shackled. This is a typical way to get detained. I got detained like this in China. Mm -hmm. um, they put you in this chair. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they have like a full on like neck stirrup. Yeah. And then this time they just had the handcuffs. It's kind of like medieval times. It is, you know, really. Putting it's you like in the stockade, stock. you know. <laughs> but yeah, that's how they... Get confessions out of people. That's when they question you, um, you know, for whatever reason, if you've been violent or... Sure. You know, I wasn't being that. violent, but they still did that to me. Is that what the taxi driver incident? Yeah. Oh, okay. They put you in one of those chairs. Yeah. I've never I've never been in one of those chairs. Okay. You know, it's not a there's fantasy also, or anything. There's to also be another in one. time, but I'll probably save that for a story time. Okay. That yeah. sounds good. The, the, I should be honest, though. The taxi driver one, I sat in one of those chairs, but they didn't lock me. They didn't lock. They didn't the lock. other time I got locked. Okay. Yeah. Shouldn't That's have, another story for another. Shouldn't time. have done whatever you did then. It was it was related to free speech. So okay, makes sense. Anyway, so uh, basically, because of this little incident, she got blacklisted. Yeah. Now in China, if you get blacklisted, uh, it means you know you have various different kinds of blacklisting. You can be blacklisted from travel. You can, but because she's a well-known actress. Fairly well known. Um, she got blacklisted means that she cannot appear on TV. I highly recommend people go check out our ADV China video. We drove around um, Hollywood. We yeah. talked about the difference between celebrities in the U.S. versus mm -hmm. the celebrities in China. Yeah. And the biggest difference really is um, that we're gone and we're not in the picture. Yeah. But the, the true, the biggest difference, honestly, is the... Uh, Sorry, here we're no, back. It's okay. it's okay. It doesn't matter. The yeah. audio listeners out there don't give a shiite. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so, so basically if you're a celebrity in China... Mm -hmm. Um, you are beholden to the CCP and you have to have a squeaky clean image. So this was enough to, to smear her reputation. Yeah. Whereas in the US, like a controversy like this is like every day. You watch TMZ or whatever those news, pro those celebrity crap. Maybe, maybe you watch those. I don't <laughs> watch those. I'm saying it kind yeah. of crap you see on those like tabloid stuff, yeah. you know. So anyway, she got replaced with uh, Zhang Dingding. This is another actress. Yeah. But but when actress. we say replaced, we mean... Yeah, well, yeah well, this is this is why we're talking about yeah. this, guys. Okay, so think about this. They've fully shot the yeah. TV show. So it's completely shot. Uh, it's in post-production. Okay, it's all wrapped. And now she does this thing which gets her on a blacklist. And so now that they have to think of something, how are we going to replace this actress? Well, quite literally. Yeah, how do we replace her? Without having to go back and shoot all these scenes. Now, mm. we'll preface this. We know how things are shot. Yeah. So when you have a TV show, you'll have multiple cameras. Let's just say, mm -hmm. um, let's say, for example, there's a wide camera on us right now. Yeah. When you're shooting a TV show, you'll have one on me and you'll have one on Winston. Yeah, you'll well. have a you know a tight shot, like a head shot or something that you can switch that between. That you can switch between. So yeah. all they had to do is just kind of get rid of most of the scenes yeah, with so her they, in it. They did they get did. rid of most of them. But you still have to have her for some plot points. Yeah, because right? she's part of the story. So they replaced her with this woman. Now, how did they replace her without reshooting the whole thing? Well, I guess we should just show people how yeah. they did it because that's probably the best way. We're going to get ourselves out of here. We'll show um, the screenshots first here. Yeah, just okay. Stop there. Oh. We can have a look here. Do you want to? No, I want to see the screenshot first. Okay. You guys might notice that she has uh, been replaced on the original character's body, which yeah. was deemed okay. That's not a. The body is the one that fought against the cops, to be honest. But <laughs> yeah. anyway, they removed her face and replaced her with. They uh, literally. Ding Ding. They literally tried to use like face, swap face swapping AI or whatever yeah. to put her 
this new actress's face on her body. So sure. uh, wait for it. Wait for it. I want you to see this. This is not her. This is her here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just I pay mean, attention to the woman. Yeah. We'll go back and we'll Does look that at this. not look bizarre to you? Well, yeah, it's the wrong dimensions. It, I mean, how did they think they would get away with this? Is my <laughs> like how her mouth stretches out. Go back. Yeah. Go start that from the beginning. Okay, we'll go back. So to that. yeah, like I like the first one. The first one reminds me of like ps2 graphics all the way back right there doesn't that remind you of like early like early 3d pc so this is a real person here having a conversation so it goes from real to like this is leo lu's body with jiang ding ding's face yeah but just the motion is so uncanny because you know they didn't get it right right neck is too long it's very chabadoa look at that That now the reason this is the reason this is so funny is yeah. that this is the kind of chapador stuff I actually expect in Chinese yeah. media, yeah. to be totally honest. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... The problem is... <laughs> yeah, we, we learned how to do this, too. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Winston? I couldn't tell at all. No, the technology is flawless. It looks amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so... Zhang Ding Ding's face here. Now, the, I said it's Chabador. It's like very half-assed, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I come to expect that. The thing is, this wasn't in one scene. No, it was the whole the series. The whole series. So the whole series, by the way, uh, a lot of these Chinese production companies have realized they can make extra money by releasing these things on YouTube and they monetize the crap out of them. They're going to add every minute. But it's all available on YouTube. So we were able to go and just grab this mm. particular uh, thing so we could zoom in and show you a little closer what it looks like. So let's take a look here. So, yeah, they're having their conversation. Just look at that. It's, it's incredible. It's really like PS2. Yeah, it is. <laughs> we yeah. Figured, all right, yeah. we figured might as well put him back. Okay, put He deserves back. a little oh, yeah, screen time. Yeah, let's get, get old PS1 Hagrid back PS1 in PS1 Hagrid honestly did a better job here, yeah, if he you ask me. did. If you ask me. Like, we used Snapchat to make that little joke. Yeah. Like, the face everything. Honestly, they should have slapped PS1 Hagrid on there at that point. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, he's he's more likable, Yeah, and it, it actually fits better. I don't know. Just He like, doesn't beat cops up, is my point. Yeah, he doesn't. Uh, it's it's ridiculous, but just to show you the kind of links and look, guys, this is also a very good demonstration of what can go wrong in China. So you can be a celebrity, and you just need one little scuffle or one little thing, and uh, they can, in all essence, just delete you, which is what they did. They deleted her from the series, yeah, and replaced her with like a PS One Hagrid, basically. Basically, yeah. Yeah, they gave me PS One Hagrid <laughs> became did. the star of the show. They did. They did. So I wanted to go through some of the netizens' comments here. Sure. My favorite one down here says, "You can, yeah, down here it says you can swap the face. That's fine, right? Mm-hmm. But at least do it a little better. Sure. Because <laughs> that's sure. everyone in the comments is like, what the hell? Yeah, what's the going on? Wow, that's how we found out about yeah. it. And the netizens were going ape. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, a patron reached out and sent me this originally. We ended up looking up all these articles and. Mm-hmm. It's funny because the netizens were like really into the show. Yeah. And they're like, what the hell's going on? This is disgusting. I a lot know. of people were like, I had, I had my kids. It's too scary. Yeah, it's scary. <laughs> they're like, they're saying, oh, it's so scary to see this at night when you're on your own. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Anyway. Um, anyway, keep going. I think there's some other garbage in there that I included. Let's take a look. Sure. Well, I mean, uh, here's the filming. Yeah. Yeah. There you can actually see pictures of the original actress as part of the crew when, when they were filming. Yeah, originally. when they kind yeah. of finished the. Oops, let's go back there. When they finished. Uh, yeah, I'm pointing at her right now. That's yeah, her. That's I'm her. pointing at yeah. her. And 
She, you know, there you can see her all happy and smiling, receiving her garland of flowers after sure. finishing filming, now, and then she gets cut out. Yeah, so what I wanted to say was, this is funny to us. Mm. This is, and it was funny to Chinese netizens as well. The sad thing is, is that Liu Lu can't come out of this and be like, lol, that was hilarious what they did to me. You know, yeah. like, you can't yeah. believe they replaced me with AI. This is mm. such garbage. She, she, she gets silence. And the ultimate yeah. thing you need to take away from this is that it's not a simple foible. As a celebrity in China, if you do anything in the public eye that's remotely considered unsavory by the government, yeah. you're done. You're yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, Not necessarily killed, but you're you're out of the public eye. Your career is over. Yeah. Exactly. It's unfortunate, you know. So I mean, she should have probably not fought cops for no, taking hairspray that, on a that's nice the thing. Girl, but I I also blame society for you know getting her to that point where she was because when people have a little bit of wealth in yeah. China specifically they love to throw their weight around it's sure. just very common it is and even when I say a little bit of wealth I mean a little bit sure. just a tiny amount you go to a restaurant and someone who's a paying customer see themselves as better than the weight yeah, staff. Yeah, because maybe because, it's just once a year that they do it. Yeah, right. so they throw their weight around right. and they're rude to the waitresses and they're belligerent and stuff. I've seen this over and over and over again. And so it's that kind of societal norm, really, of belittling people that are in a service industry. So you'll see people slapping traffic cops. Yeah. You'll see people, you know, looking down. I've, and, yeah. I've noticed just from a cultural perspective, yeah. people our age, mm-hmm. like I'm 34, you're 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That age is less apt to do it than someone that's 50 yeah but depends on the class it depends on the class so i'm talking about when i see um when i see probably middle lower class middle lower class people that go to a restaurant and it's a big deal to spend that money yeah treats the wait staff like i mean and then the really rich people also treat the wait staff like garbage and then typically the middle class are the most placid pretty normal they can go out to eat and stuff you know i mean i'll never forget i had an experience where i took a girl out on a date and I took her to one of my favorite uh, Japanese restaurants, right? And mm-hmm. that was the one in Shenzhen. It was called Umeda. And uh, I knew all the staff very well. It was my go-to place. I'd only go there. It was a treat for me. You know, I'd go maybe once a month or whatever, and we'd do the tabehoda, I think. But I loved everyone there. I loved the, the staff and everything. I brought this girl out there on a date. And uh, I didn't know her very well. But she was so awful to the staff because, you know, we ordered and she was like, the way she was ordering, she's I like, noticed don't, I've been on dates like don't that. make mistakes yes. with this, you're saying yes. in Chinese. And I want this and I want this. And she was, because it's, I think it was because it's a fairly um, expensive restaurant, right? I mean, by Chinese standards. It's sure. not, not really expensive, but it was fairly expensive by normal everyday Chinese standards of restaurants. So she probably thought that she's going to make sure we get our money's worth. Right. So she was very rude to the staff. Um, they brought something which she didn't like or something and she shouted at the stuff and all. It was like a really bad dude experience and I was just like, never again. I never took her out on a date again. That's so funny. I have like a mirror image of <laughs> really? this because I went out with this girl and she was so sweet. Like the sweetest. Yeah. I was like, do anything for you. Yeah, like yeah. so nice. Just a very polite girl. Yeah. And when we, but she was also quite poor. Like she was from the countryside. Right. right. But I, I shouldn't say date. I mean, like we went, we went out to to get a meal together. Yeah, right? I mean, it's the same with me. Uh, I didn't end up, you know, dating yeah. the girl. But I, sure. I took her on a date because I was interested in. That's her. that's my you point. Know? Yeah. So uh, we're out on this date mm-hmm. and we're having a a meal that sh- would be a big deal for her, right? Yeah. Obviously, I'm going to pay for it. But she treated the waitresses like trash, and she <laughs> herself wasn't from an upper income thing, right? Sure. Which is fine. I mean, I still li- I really liked her. Yeah. But um. She just she, the way she walked all over everyone because we were the the paying customer it was yeah. really interesting it was such a it was diametrically opposed to like what Americans would do mm-hmm. and you know you take care of the waitresses they take care of yeah, you type sure. thing but then I went out with another girl like a few months later right and she was kind of like a confident 
a little bit sassy. She was right. pretty sassy to me. Right. But she treated the waiters very politely. And I was so attracted to her because of that, sure. just because it was so out of the norm for me to see. I yeah. was like, I really like ended up dating her for a long time because because of that scenario. Makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. So yeah, it's just the fact that you've got that kind of societal norm, really, when it comes to I don't know belittling people in service, and this goes for security guards and police too. You know the the idea of having respect for the police like you do in the West, yeah. like usually. When you see a policeman, you kind of straighten up and you, you start to be a little guarded, you know? You, yes. you don't want to make a, a false move. But in China, uh, police people are treated like garbage. The uh, thing is, like, people are not going to understand what that means. No, no, they Because China is a police state and it's an authoritarian state and it can do the most utterly horrible things to you and no one will know about yeah, it. Yeah. The thing is, the cops themselves, especially low-level cops, yeah, yeah. get mistreated, right? Big time. Now, a police chief, on the other hand, That's when you go different. to the police station, when mm. I saw that guy, he's being hung up and wet, whipped with a bamboo stick right. just over and over again for putting stickers up for, like, scams. Right, right. Naked, bleeding, whipped, whipped. You know, he just right. had his underwear on. Crack, crack, and they moved me over to the other room or whatever. It's not really naked if he's still got underwear You know what I mean. Okay. Like, he was, he was stripped of his most of sure, his clothes. Sure. Mm-hmm. When, when I walk past that and I saw that and, I, and I'm like, what the hell? The police chief is the one that organized that within the confines, sure, right? Sure. But a, a normal cop, cop on the beat, like just, yeah. just messing around, doing whatever. And especially mm. if there's cameras around, yeah. like this kind of stuff, a low-level yeah. cop gets treated like garbage. They do. They get treated like crap. And so that's obviously she just kicked into that mode. She wants to take her whatever expensive hairspray right. or whatever the crap it is. She doesn't want to get rid of it. But you see that all the time with yeah, just yeah. average, like the Nong who's bringing alcohol or something and they get it into a hissy fit and end yeah. up drinking the whole bottle of Baijiu or just like passing out and right. missing the train anyway because they're too drunk. It, it happens. There's lots of stories you can look it up. But my that's, my, that's my point to take away yeah. from this is that mm-hmm. it is a police state. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. And what you have to understand is there is no police or rule of law because, or there's no rule of law with the police because people that are rich and have guanxi or connections they can be above that is my point sure sure right? sure that's why you see that yeah and so she thought she could be above that by throwing right. her weight around yeah because usually if a cop was pushing her around and she's wealthy or or well connected that mm-hmm. cop's screwed yeah right absolutely but in this case because of guanxi even if the cop's doing the right thing right but this, China made an example out of her. But this is just... The, the AI is just wonderful. It's the epitome of Chabador, isn't it? It is straight up Chabador. Look like, at that I would face. wear a shirt of that. Here, it's melting off the side. It's just face swap on Snapchat <laughs> at this point. Well, like I was saying to Seamilk earlier, we don't need to worry about China's deep fake technology because it's shallow fake. I mean, <laughs> shallow fake. This is a high budget show. And if this is what they could pull off with a high budget show, you know what I mean? Yeah, good point. Good old shallow fake. Cool. Let's do some. Uh, super Let's do some super chats, and we'll move on to our main our main topic. Uh, sorry, JPN says Hawaii and James Dole, Pineapple King. Mm-hmm. Um, what is that? And namesake of Dole Food Company is are now considered the mortal enemies of the CCP. Yeah, well, we'll get into we're the getting all soon. into the pineapple thing in a minute. Don't you worry. That's J- our main. Shady man says, "What are your thoughts on the red line demands of China? Do you think the Biden administration will give in to any or all of them?" Uh, I'll say this. You can wipe away Trump administration, Biden administration, all these titles and stuff. Push that aside because at the end of the day, really our relationship with with different countries and stuff, although diplomatically our leaders talk and stuff, mm-hmm. that's not what you should be paying attention to. You should be paying attention to our actions. Are we in the South China Sea right now? Sure. <laughs> Things like this. Um, the red line demands of China, no one's budging on China. I don't think anyone will budge on China right now. There's a pretty yeah. un- unilateral approach to that other than trade. Uh, sure. William Edward Hackman. How hard do you think it is to learn Cantonese? 
Um, slightly harder than Mandarin. It's definitely harder. They've yeah. got nine tones instead of five. Yeah, the tone thing, I, uh, that makes it easier. That honestly makes it easier really? because you don't have to pay attention to tones. Everyone that I know that mm-hmm. moved to Hong Kong that learned Cantonese didn't pay attention to tones. Really? Mandarin's got very clear, abrupt tones. You know mm-hmm. that. We have yeah. to learn tones. Mm-hmm. But they're very important. Whereas Cantonese is more of sing-song. So it's there's a yeah. cadence to the language. Sure. You um, just learn how to say ah and o oh a lot because it's always like moa, momantaya. It's a much bigger language. So it's got the vocab that, is about yeah. twice as much as Mandarin. Sure. Mandarin's a very artificial language. It was you know ma- those old made those up. old kung fu movies and stuff from the nineties and in the late eighties and you yeah. know God of Gamblers and all those really funny movies. Yeah. Coming out of Hong Kong, that's Cantonese for those yeah. of you who don't know. Mandarin. It's a, it's a very robust language. Has a lot more yeah. loan words from English. Yeah, that um, too. But you know what? If you can speak Mandarin, you can understand a lot of Cantonese because you will over time. Here's, I actually want to bring up something really funny. There was a guy, a person who was like complaining on Twitter or something and saying, "Oh, my husband at work, one of his coworkers was so insensitive, and you know, he's he's Chinese and he speaks Mandarin, but they gave him a Cantonese snack." I'm like, and you know, it's the the packaging; it's all written in Cantonese. I'm like, wait, what? You, something something <laughs> that people don't seem to understand is that Cantonese and, and Mandarin, it's written the same. Yes. Okay. It sounds different. Yeah. The way you speak it is different, but it's sure. written exactly the same. Right. So you'll actually have the, the characters are the same. Now, in Hong Kong, where Cantonese is spoken pretty much exclusively there, um, you know, and English, those are the two big languages in Hong Kong. They use traditional characters. Yeah. They don't use simplified characters. And but, if it's written in Cantonese, sometimes yeah. the word order is different, but you can understand it's, everything. Exactly. But, you know, like our families in China are Cantonese. Sure. And in the south of China, in Guangdong, all Cantonese is written using simplified Chinese. Mm. It's the same, the same same language. So that's why you can get someone who doesn't speak Cantonese, can watch uh, a, a show mm-hmm. with the Cantonese subtitles, well, so, Chinese, so yeah. to speak, yeah. Cantonese subtitles. It's the same, Chinese subtitles, and understand it perfectly. Chinese is one yeah. written language. It's, it's one written language. So whether you speak... Mandarin or Cantonese, you can read those subtitles. So right. that's why a lot of mainlanders, when they were growing up, people of our age, they were watching all the, the Hong Kong movies and stuff. And yeah. without being able to speak Cantonese, you know, they could read the Chinese subtitles and understand it perfectly. Right. Yeah. Just Rick Blaine Shill says, you down with the CCP? Yeah, you know me. Nice. <laughs> okay. And Akosha says, just dropping in on you guys uh, to you. buy you a beer. I've been busy lately from, uh, from work, at least. That's a good sign of job security. Yeah, Stay awesome. absolutely. Awesome. Stay busy. Thank you for that. I'll do a couple more. Jonathan Lau, thoughts on the Second Amendment in the U.S., pro or against? Absolutely pro. Yeah, I Um, like it too. Sure. I don't just like it. I think it's necessary. I mean, Um, I like it. Well, I like it as well. Yeah, Yeah. I like that it's... I like it. I like... I like the Constitution. I think it's a good document. It is a very good document. The fact I that it would can be amended. Again. Yeah. Would read again. Um, I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> All right. Nicholas Cage. Great. Yeah. All right. Uh, the bees. Edward K. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, guys. Greetings from Germany. Really enjoy your videos, especially Worthless Whips. When is Seamilk going to sell the cars for profit? Uh, we're working on that for the next big one. Um, yeah, you, yeah you, it's been tough. You have to understand. Here's the problem, right, that we have quick diversion here is we have a car channel we do buy and sell we, we don't, that's not the purpose it's not to buy and sell cars we buy cars we fix them up for the entertainment value and educational value hopefully show people how to do it and we end up selling them but because we've got half of the chinese 
uh, internet trying to find out where we live and we've got the Wumao army after us and probably the Chinese government too. We can't probably. just like, well, obviously, <laughs> we can't just be like, hey, here, come buy a car from us. This is where we live. So we have to find weird channels to get rid of these things that don't have our address on mm, them. And it's, it's, a, it's a tough thing. Anyway, we're going to get, uh, we'll get back to that at some point. Should we hit our next segment? Uh, just one more. One more. Okay. Just because there are so many. Okay. I don't want people to think that we're not answering them. Okay. Uh, Dave says, oh, Dave is, is, he last time said you would look good with a beard, then me. Okay, nice, nice. Dave, have you ever thought about a mustache, Winston? Mm, I, no, not, I mean, I tried once, just not shaving my mustache. It looked a bit weird. I, well, I always wanted a handlebar mustache. I think his next comment you'll like the best. Okay. You would look like a South African Burt Reynolds. Okay. <laughs> Perfect for your car. Perfect for my car, yeah. Uh, C-Milk, you'd look good too. Hugs okay. and kisses. Awesome. Probably Thank not going to try that out, but appreciate the... Uh, yeah, the compliment. All right, guys, thank you. It's time for Soft Power Hour, where we talk about how China is trying to change your mind and the world through underhanded means and loopholes and things like that. Sure. Today, we're talking about pineapples. Now, this is a very interesting thing. It is. I want to. I do want to preface this by saying, not to interrupt you, but I want to mm. preface this by saying a lot of people got thirst trapped into coming mm. in for the thumbnail. Yeah. People were talking about the thirst trap. It's and true, we though. didn't trap you because... Well, we did, because you're still here, aren't you? No, it's not a trap. There's a, a woman holding a pineapple, which she got from Taiwan. It is, however, not, pineapple. It's not tying in what you're about to show. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah, okay, it's, it's not her holding the pineapple. <laughs> it is now thirst trap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. I actually, I I forwarded this on, on Twitter. I hate I hate Twitter. I keep mentioning it, but I I did. Because Tsai Ing-wen, who is the president, the president of Taiwan, is on Twitter. And She's I, awesome. I follow her on Twitter. Me too. And she posted this image, um, and I retweeted and said, now that's how you lead. Because um, basically what led up to this is China just all of a sudden banned imports of Taiwanese pineapples. And we're going to get into the reasons why. And it's, of course, the, it's, it's, <laughs> it's the same playbook. You guys should guess right now. You should guess why, why they, they banned it. Because yeah. we'll get into it in a few minutes, but you can yeah. type in the chat right now. Anyway, take a look here. Uh, she says, eat Taiwanese pineapples, support Taiwan's farmers. We'll get into our tweet in a bit. Yeah. China is suspending imports of Taiwanese pineapples, despite 99.79% of imported batches passing inspection. Can I say something? Yeah. That, when I looked up compared to other inspections, inspection mm -hmm. rates for uh, fruits and vegetables, produce in general, yeah. is higher than almost everything. And leave yeah. it to Taiwan to be surpassing those, those yeah. numbers. Yeah, so it's incredibly Very high. Clean. You know, so the inspections are incredibly good. Um <clears throat> Anyway, she says, uh, data proves that this sudden unilateral decision is not based on health or fair trade. Correct. Okay. So basically, she just um, put out a, a tweet saying, like, let's support our farmers, you know, put them in your uh, pineapple cakes, your pineapple ice cream, or this or whatever. You know, Taiwan's got a lot of those little pineapple I know, Sorry, snacks. I'm just checking in on some of the, uh, yeah. the guesses right now. Dustin Pearson says it has viral fish flying particles. <laughs> no, that's, no that, that actually would be I, a more clever I'm surprised they didn't use that. I'm surprised. Yeah. So I want to tell everyone why this is so important first. Okay. You guys don't don't run away. I know I thirst trapped you with a thumbnail. We did. Yeah. The no, reason it's true. This is, it's, it's a real true. Taiwanese pineapple. The reason this is so important is it goes so much further than pineapple. It's so much more further this than pineapple. This shows you the nature of aggression of how China is dealing with Taiwan and potentially the world now. So Absolutely. let's get into the meat here. Okay, uh, I'm going to explain uh, just very quickly how this all went down. China basically, they banned the import of pineapples, stating that the quality is not good and that it's failing inspections. But why, 
Why do they import so many uh, pineapples from Taiwan? Because Taiwan has been producing fantastic pineapples for the longest time, and it's a specific kind of pineapple, and it's very hard to it's grow. It's called a gold, golden diamond or golden something. Golden diamond so, pineapple. Which is weird. But anyway, when you ride through Taiwan and you mm. go through the pineapple fields. By the way, pineapple plants, if you don't know what they look like, look it up. I always thought they were trees when I was a kid. They're not. They grow out of the ground like mm. this, and they're really spiky. But there's pineapple plantations all over Taiwan, and the smell when it's hot is amazing because yeah. the sun's like beating on yeah. it. And the reason it's Chinese people love Taiwanese fruit is because Taiwanese fruit, I swear to God, is the best fruit in the freaking world. I don't even like fruit mm -hmm. that much, but Ta you know, you can vouch yeah. for this. Yeah. Taiwanese fruit is hand on heart the best fruit in the entire world. That's why when you go to the night markets and stuff, you yeah. can literally just buy a cup of fruit or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's that good. But yeah, it's fantastic. And uh, anyway, to produce these kind of pineapples, it's it's a very long uh, process that's taken them a very long time to realize how to do it properly. So sure. there's techniques involved. There's science. You know, yeah, exactly. It's not like a farmer, farmer Joe. Yeah, it's not just go throw it in. So it's taken a long time. So Agricultural science, big time. I'm going to just spoil it for you. It's very simple. China has managed to steal the secrets of making these kind of pineapples. They took all of the methodology and stuff from Taiwan. Spies went over there to make sure or people pretending to work in the this industry or whatever. They figured out how to do it. They started doing it in, where, where's the place in Guangdong? It's uh, in Guangdong, Shudu or something? Shuwen? Shuwen, I think. Shuwen, yeah. okay. So anyway, they started to produce these same pineapples, exact same pineapples in the exact same method right. in Guangdong. Yeah. And so they were. Yeah, it's in uh, Jiang, uh, Jiangmen, not Jiangmen, somewhere in Guangdong, yeah, anyway. where we used to live, very close. So they started to produce them in southern China. And so they're like, well, guess what? We want our local pineapples to sell, the ones right. that we stole the IP for. So what's the best way to get them to sell? Because no one's buying them. They're all buying these Taiwanese pineapples. Better, so I tell you what, let's, let's just block the import of the Taiwanese pineapples. And that's what they did. And now miraculously those guangdong pineapples are selling amazingly well, we'll in a well. second I found, some, well. I found some hilarious yeah. articles coming out of this anyway uh, let's take a look at this yeah let's keep going through the media yeah so uh you can read this one yao tarn lee says uh in the past several decades a large number of taiwan's agricultural technologies have been stolen by the ccp after it has stolen your technology, it may start to bully any country at any time. And Taiwan is usually the first to bear the brunt. And we know that all too well. Yeah. Taiwan will usually hit it. They're the litmus test for the world. And then they'll continue to bully other countries. Australia's next. Mm -hmm. It's like a pecking order. I mean, look, ev everyone who's dealt with uh, China right now, as far as investing uh, IP and things like sure. that, think about the wind farm technology and that's yeah. been stolen. Saline, sure. you know, they stole all their technology. Yeah. Anyone who does it has realized that... China will welcome you with open arms and get you into the country and give you favorable tax rates and whatever to set up your factories. But as soon as they've figured out your product, and this goes for software and apps too, that's why they block so many things on the internet. As soon as they've figured out their product, how to make it locally, then what they do is they block you and ban your product in China so that local people have no choice other than to buy the Chinese version or variant of that right. product. Correct. And it's this uh, amazing success formula really because you can't go wrong get another country to do all the hard bait work and rub, and yeah exactly do all the r&d spend years and years to figure out the best way to grow this pineapple steal that technology so you don't have to do that yourself and then just block it so that they can't sell those uh, pineapples so anymore. so this is basically an adage for what might happen with chip technology and that's why China, taiwan is guarding so heavily right now and this is what's worrying about military threat for from china to taiwan right now yeah. is that china is running out of chips 
Yeah. They're running out of the ability to make good good chips, right? But yeah. Taiwan is world leading. It's yeah. a world class yeah. leading in chip manufacturing. So if they are able to seize Taiwan, yeah, they get to stop. They basically get to take over all of the chip manufacturing. That's that's one of the big motivations. But think about this from every every aspect. Yeah. I mean. Elon Musk is a moron putting so much development and time into China right now because that's 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 a death knell really. All of the Tesla technology will be stolen and taken. At some yeah, point. I mean you can put up whatever safeguard. You can have whatever Guanxi. Mm. I've seen everyone's story about no, I know I know this guy for a long time. Mm-hmm. Oh, like we have local connections. They're going to protect yeah. it. Blah, blah blah. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, the government will incentivize a way. Even if the person's not trying to backstab you, will the CCP will incentivize a way to get that technology. Absolutely. Absolutely, doing. they will, and they they have forced. It's national uh, They have too. forced shared IP yeah. stuff. Yeah. You know, you have to. Oh, you're going to produce it in China. You must tell us how yeah. you do it. Otherwise, you can't. Yeah, they've got that kind of crap going on anyway. Look at the F-35 mm-hmm. that they copied from yeah. the military, the Black Hawk helicopter. They made an exact copy. Look at all the the copies that they blatantly do. Mm. Anyone who's still trying to invest and develop a product in China is is stupid. So many people have gone out of business because of this practice. They go into China because it's cheap manufacturing and capable people that can actually produce these things. And they go in with this fantastic idea and their designs and everything, get it produced. And before it's even left the factory, there's a a knockoff of it being produced in a parallel factory. Yeah, that happened to our friend. Yeah, absolutely. With the Bluetooth speakers and stuff. It's just... Anyway, so this is uh, why the pineapples were banned. So we've given you the reason why they were banned. So let's look at what actually happened, Holai, mm-hmm. um, at the yeah. end. So we had some promotions going on. Yeah, so again, Taiwan. It wasn't just leadership, though. It was a full-on effort. Yeah. Taiwan goes, you know what? Well, actually, let's show her tweet. Just go through there. We'll read it. She yeah. says, Taiwan, the president of Taiwan, says, after Australian wine, and we know what happened there, China bullied yeah. Australia yeah. Uh, and yeah. cut off all their, their exports, right? Mm-hmm. Unfair Chinese trade practices are now targeting hashtag Taiwanese pineapples. But that yeah. won't stop us. Whether in a smoothie, a cake, or a freshly cut on a plate, our pineapples always hit the spot. <laughs> Support our farmers. This is the tweet I forwarded. It's this one, yeah. And enjoy delicious Taiwanese fruit. Tell me yeah. that... Compare that to a wolf wanker. Yeah, the wolf wankers will be like, you must... You hurt the feelings yeah. of the Chinese... This on an international level is unacceptable. We will punish you and you will rue the day. Yeah, but that's exactly why I retweeted it because this is the way to lead yes you lead through being kind and nice and you know like through yeah. proper diplomacy not through threats and there is snarkiness in here and it, yeah. it is funny and she is taking a jab at China, but it's in a very positive and awesome way absolutely and it benefits local farmers it, people get to eat fruit it's yeah. not bullying people into submission like the ccp does this is exactly why and everyone soak this up is why taiwan is the true is is absolutely the true nature of the Chinese spirit. Yeah, it is yeah. what China could be. Mm-hmm. What China it's what China could have been. Yeah, and this is how this is why Taiwan deserves our respect today. Absolutely, this is why we should be dealing with Taiwan and not yes. mainland China. Correct. Because don't forget, all the people that you see here in Taiwan, they are Chinese ethnically. They come yeah. from China. They are the same people, the same sure. race, the same traditions, the same everything. Yeah. The only difference is that they're not communist and they didn't wipe out their own traditions and their own history. Right. And then because and because stuff. of that, Taiwan has its own identity now. Yeah, and absolutely. They have their own stuff. Anyway, keep going. I want to say what happened in the end. Mm-hmm. So after all this bullying, China's like, lol, we're going to absolutely screw over Taiwan. I'm just acting like I'm speaking on behalf of the CCP. Yeah. CCP goes, we're going to screw Taiwan so hard. We, yeah. They need our, our pineapple sure. imports, right? So Taiwan's like, nah. And then everyone around Taiwan's like, nah, we've kind of had enough of the CCP these days, right? Yeah. Taiwan, Taiwanese, and this is... Taiwanese a, people, local people. Taiwanese local people, and 
Japanese, Australians. But, this, but that's just but that's, that's today, after, yeah. today. So within four days, yeah. they bought the entire, what, like a four, whole year's yeah. worth of pineapple exports In to four China. Days. So <laughs> the whole, if you tally up all the exports of pineapples that would go, would have gone to China, to China, Taiwanese local people bought them in four days. Yeah. Because they, they were, were like, like screw, screw this. this. Yeah. And then even better, what was it, 6,000 metric tons or something? Yeah, Japan, Japan just ordered. Australia is ordering. Mm-hmm. All, and it's catching on. Like yeah. solidarity around the world is like, everyone's like, I'm buying Taiwanese pineapples. So everyone yeah. out there, go yeah. buy Taiwanese pineapples. If you can buy Taiwanese pineapples, do, do it. it. They're amazing. People are going around saying, you know, uh, Australian wine pairs very well with Taiwanese pineapples. It's <laughs> yeah. like, it tastes like freedom. You know? yeah, it does. So, it absolutely does. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, so here, of course. This is a gem I found. Yeah. All right. So after the ban, yes. So after the ban, mm-hmm. this Xuan village basically is this place where in Guangdong that was already growing pineapples. But this is the one that this was, is where they copied. This is the one they the copied technology. the technology, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So this is right afterwards. Basically, mm-hmm. this article I went through this whole thing and it goes, "This has nothing to do with the Taiwanese pineapple ban," <laughs> and yeah. it says three yuan per jin. That means three RMB per about Chinese pound. It's about five hundred. Uh, gong jin is is yeah. a kilogram basically, sure. and a jin is uh, five hundred grams. For our Americans out there, it's about a pound. Okay. So three yuan per pound, so it's about fifty cents per pound, sixty cents per pound. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're bragging. They're basically saying like the price has never been higher, and we've never sold this many in thirty years, right? Yeah. And they're like this. It's a it's a success story all around China. Three out of ten pineapples are from this area of Guangdong. Yeah. This is us, and it's all this communist jargon. It's sure. like we are on top of the pineapple game. Yeah. We will. We do not need imports of pineapples. Like yeah. we have the technology to do it ourselves. Our country. Yeah. It's this communist garbage. Yeah. And it's so funny. It's in a direct response. Very creepy uh, when you take it out of context. When you put it into terms of like the weaker concentration camps and stuff we were looking yeah. at today. Mm-hmm. But like you see this all the time. It's this forced guilt. Like yeah. where they just run out there. Like no, we did it and we did it better. Yeah, and we don't need you. We yeah. don't need those. So uh, they're the ones that cut it off. Yeah. To sum up, okay, very briefly, China wants its own stolen local pineapples to sell because they're not selling. They make up a farcical story about the imports from Taiwan being flawed and damaged and not good enough. Right. And they use that flaw, which, by the way, they've gone ahead in all the local uh, newspapers in China to say that Taiwanese pineapples are bad quality and yeah. crap. Because that's also another another yeah. way to try, try to soft power right. them into buying this. They say the Taiwanese pineapples are crap. They ban the import of these perfectly good pineapples, which have a 99.97 whatever rate of passing. They ban them so that the local one can produce well can sell and then the local uh, guys are bragging about how well they sell their pineapples and you know that they don't need to import and this is the way mainland china has been operating for decades now when it comes to in like ip and things like that so these this pineapple story is a great warning to anyone who's still considering investing in china because this is what's going to happen to your company you're going to get cut out of the market and they're going to sell your product under their own name and make money on the stuff I think people you are just scared to th- they're either scared or they're they're too wishful and thinking I I'm all set up properly like yeah. I there's yeah. safeguards in place blah blah you don't understand it's no. not up to the company that you're even cooperating with in sure. China it's sure. up to the government at the end of the day Yeah because the government can come in and demand the right. IP or whatever they can just seize your equipment in your factory if they want to it's happened to people before it's getting very marxist status mm. it's it's that gray area that we always talked about it's gone it's it's vanishing very quickly under she mm. and it's this she thought that 
it's very abrupt to say we are the best already. We don't yeah. need to cooperate anymore and everything is ours. Yeah. Because our, China, we do our own thing and we're better. Yeah, but all they're doing is other people's things. Sure. Including communism, which is not a Chinese thing. No. It comes from the German Karl Marx, for those Correct. of you who don't know. So a communist Chinese government. It's fake. It's hammer and another knockoff. It's another knockoff. Yeah, the hammer and sickle doesn't belong to China. They keep saying we hate our foreign influence and stuff. Then stop flying a freaking hammer and sickle, you dummies. I know. It's the stupidest thing ever. Everything in China is a knockoff, including the system of government these days. Yeah. It's dumb. Stop. Go stop. Back. Well, Go. now they're learning more from Hitler these <laughs> days. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Anyway, so I guess that's our pineapple gate. Yeah, well, I just about... thought you guys find that interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so should we hit a couple of uh, yeah, sure. super chats before we continue? Norman. By the way, for those of you who are interested, behind us is a shopping mall. A brand in, new one. In Jilin. Yeah. It's just been... Changchun. Yeah, it's just been built. And so, you know, our good mate up there has sent us this. Yeah. So, big I shout I think they're out. still building it in the background. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's quite swank. We always like to change it up a little bit and tell yeah. you what's show going you the, on. Show the higher end side. Yeah. Sometimes. Uh, Norman Fair had a good mm -hmm. blood test results today. Drinks are on me. Thank oh, you, fantastic. Me, I'm just going to tip this for a second. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ex Mortis Lunar Cop. Thank you for your service. Love from Sweden. Thank you. Cool. Talk. Uh, Jay Leo, during the Cold War, USA and allies boycotted the 1980 Moscow Olympics. USSR and allies then boycotted the 1984 LA Olympics. Mm -hmm. If nations boycott the 2022 Beijing Olympics, China and allies can retaliate like USSR. Well, Jay, can I say something real quick? What allies? <laughs> Tell me what ally. Give me, give me an ally. Give me a Chinese ally real quick. North um, Korea? Are they yeah, going to boycott the Olympics? North Korea. Ooh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Call the ambulance. Yeah, exactly. Guys, talking about the whole Beijing uh, 2022 Olympics thing, my video last week, which didn't perform very well, I didn't expect it to because, you know, it's political and what have you. But sure. the Beijing Olympics, um, I put out a couple of reasons why you should consider boycotting it. Of course, it's your own, your own thing. But I mentioned that in this podcast, I would be giving links to some organizations if you wanted to go sign petitions or whatever. And... Uh, the guys I'm talking to right now are still getting their ducks in a row, and I don't want to just give you guys links to something that I'm not 100% satisfied with. Sure. So I'm still talking to the guys who are running these things to make sure it's not some kind of scam or get you know grab money thing or some kind of nonsense which is tied to yeah, some, it. something weird. So just vetting it. So I'll be next week. We're going to give you some links to some organizations that we approve of. So we just have to double check. So we'll cool. we'll do that next week. No. Uh, Zayad says you're the only channel I've ever donated to I appreciate Thank you. you guys thanks super, that's super awesome. appreciate that uh, humanity never learns if CCP gets their hands on Elon Musk's Neuralink now sure. that's a bit of a worry isn't it uh, yep they will though one way or another yeah so Darren Murray keep up the great work guys mm -hmm. you have kept me entertained for years now here's a little something for beer slash green tea thank, thank you Darren I super appreciate, appreciate that. that yeah and Dan Cacciatore very generous That's I like to see red super I usually super don't like generous. to see red but in this case yeah. I do uh since it's National Women's History Month in the U.S. how about a few words on behalf of Chinese Korean and Vietnamese women and how the CCP has betrayed them Sure. I mean, this is a great, that's actually a really good point. Yeah. There is this thing, and actually a lot of feminists have used this in the past, um, where I shouldn't say feminist, I should say like very far leaning feminist people have okay. used Mao as, yeah. a, as a hero figure. Yeah. Uh, Chairman Mao is a hero figure because he once said, women hold up half the sky. Sure. And he also, I'm, I'm going to say, he also led China to a point where women were taking equal jobs mm -hmm. as uh, with men, right? The thing is, like, as nice as that gesture is, right, sure. and as 
honestly as shallow as it was to yeah. be honest it, it, the outcome of that didn't didn't pan out but yeah. anyway as as uh, nice as that gesture is chinese culture has always been male forward right and that's Absolutely. fine but you look at a country like Taiwan that didn't have Chairman Mao, didn't need a, a full-on like dictator yeah. to push these principles and stuff. And Taiwan has very good male and female equality compared mm-hmm. to mainland China. So sure. what happened was, yes, Mao put all, put all these quotas for, for female equality and all this kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, what panned out was reverting back to the whole male-driven society. It is. And there are a lot of wealthy females and stuff that do lead the, lead the show and whatnot, but not to anywhere near that you'd see in other countries, yeah. especially progressive countries like in the West. It's it's a worrying though because if you actually lived it and you know what's going on in yeah, China, yeah, talk to my wife. It's just it's oh my not gosh. it's not cool. I mean, just not never mind just the forced abortions for anyone. Yeah, I'm talking about just kid. the workplace. Yeah, but you know, in the workplace, if you've got a like, remember I worked for that rapist. Yeah. Okay, and obviously it wouldn't work for a rapist if I knew as a rapist, but yeah, it taught me a lot about Chinese culture. When a man has a lot of money and power, they really do start having lots of mistresses. It's very common. They treat women like objects in a, in a, in a bad way. You know, I'm not trying to sound in, you know, weird yeah, or anything, but what I saw actually happen, the, the, this idea of equality when it comes to women is not true in, in the household. It's a very different thing. Women usually rule the household. There. Sure. They do, but yeah, at the same time, yeah, but at the same time, the man still gets away with whatever he wants and has yeah. things on the side or whatever. It's it's a different story. It's another topic for another day. But, but yeah, that's the thing. When it comes to women's rights in China, it's not good. Spousal abuse is it's like... It's not good. Oh and like if you get divorced, you know, the wow, wife yeah. always loses in the divorce. It's not... It's my wife, it's, to quote my wife, mm-hmm. China is not a good place to be a woman. No, it's not. I, I agree with that. Like mm-hmm. from what I've seen and the people I've met and all the people I've talked to and everything it's and what I've witnessed with my own bloody eyes yeah, yeah, it definitely isn't sure uh but anyway thank you yeah. for that and happy women's national history month yeah uh JP are you mm-hmm. aware of any film being made on COVID-19 uh CCP was already made a propaganda film on appraising China and the rest of the world has failed yeah there's actually a bunch of shills that participated in some yeah. bullshit documentary that's like literally yeah. gonna age like freaking milk by yeah. the way it will it will holy crap but anyway yeah. um not that I know of. I think there's definitely going to be some stuff coming up. Yeah, though. for sure. Um, Guys, you know what we're going to bring back today, strangely what? enough, is we're bringing back Guanxi Corner. Corner. Remember Guanxi Corner is where we talk about relationships, whether it be professional or romantic or whatever. People are having struggles. Can I tell, can I tell everyone why we stopped? Sure. We watched the viewers just dip off. I can see like live viewers. They yeah. just they a lot of people bounce when we did. I, I do like to to offer advice if we can sure. actually give proper advice. But the reason we're bringing it back today is not because we're offering any advice. No. Nope. But because a friend of ours, you may have heard of him. His name's Lula Farley. Yeah. Has recently released a, a new music video, and it's kind of funny. And we wanted to play it for you guys because it's about a relationship he had with a, a girl in China. Where, and we've had similar situations in the past. You meet these very ultra-nationalist um, you know, uh, women and you get in a relationship and it's, it's, it's a difficult situation sure. to deal with because you know, the, ideological, like, um, the ideology is different. Yeah. So very, very nationalist person. And so we thought we'd just show you the music video. I just want to say he also filmed a lot of it in the Tiananmen Square monument that we went to yeah. uh, in the desert over there in Yermo, California. Mm-hmm. And also, like, this is an overarching message just about communism in general, which is very funny. So we thought we, we played it. for you guys. Uh, please uh, Links in the description if you want to yeah. check out the channel and video afterwards. We will be right back after the music video. Oh, oh, you're a Chinese? 
。哇，你住在这附近吗？嗯。我巧了，我也住这一片啊，要不咱们。
Yeah, so I uh, hope you enjoyed that little uh, interlude there. Yeah. And uh, of course, you should check out Lilith Farley if yeah. you haven't. He's hilarious. Uh, He's awesome. He's yeah. doing a lot of good stuff. And he, I like his streams. They're really fun. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, link's in the description below. Yeah. Check it out. Uh, shall we move on? To... We shall move on to, let's just... Well, it's just the end, isn't it? Well, no, we've got our worldview. What, oh, have, we world got, what have we got for worldview? Do we have anything for worldview this well, I, week? I thought we were doing Guanxi Corner instead. I can, I can read something. Here. Okay, yeah, we got something for worldview, guys, because this is where we talk about things in the world that have to do with views, apparently. Correct. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, so it's a follow-up to the uh, Wuhan investigation. Yes. So what happened was in the last episode, I, I mean, dude, that one should have gotten more views, but we, yeah. I think we didn't title it properly. Probably. We called it, we had Shebei, which is cool. Shebei yeah, was yeah, sprinkling yeah, yeah. Rona yeah. Um, all over the world. The thing is, we broke something quite big. Yeah. And that was the fact that Peter Daszak, who led the investigation of the WHO in yeah. Wuhan, he led the investigation and... He, he basically came to the conclusion and said, no, it didn't come from a lab. Yeah. And it's we're looking into other supply chains from other countries, right? Ignoring Correct. the fact that they were studying bat-derived coronaviruses. People yes. had already come ill with those things. And then he did a previous interview. Where he said that they are manipulating it in the lab. In it's the easy lab. to ma manipulate yeah. it in the lab. Right. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so, yes. Yeah, and he had personal connections with that. Yeah. So, we, we, we said people need to look into this, right? Yeah. So, there are... Like anything, we can't always just point fingers at the entire organization. Yeah. The WHO has a lot of scientists that are very good, right? Yeah, just because the people at the top are doing bad things doesn't mean there's people within there not doing good things, right? Yeah. There's a lot of good people. And there's yeah. a batch of people in the WHO that said, no way, nullified this complete investigation. They actually did. They're nullifying the, the interim investigation. That's good. They're, I don't know what's going to happen with a future investigation, but they're nullifying the results of that one. Yeah. And number two... There's now a huge campaign, an open letter with a bunch of scientists around the world, because a yeah. huge chunk of scientists around the world said, yes, maybe it's not a lab leak, but, but you, you can't, can't remove that it. off the yeah. table you can't completely. Just discount it, yeah. Number two, you can't just say it didn't come from China when all the evidence points to that, right? Yeah. So yeah. basically, it's moving in the right direction in the scientific community, and we wanted to give you an update on that, but uh, we'll probably do a full episode on that in the future when yes. there's actually something coming out of it. Absolutely, yes, yeah, so that's what we're... Know. We're on. So, yeah, I guess it's time for a Q&A section yeah. then. This is where we answer your questions and you question our answers. So let's hit it. Don't question them too much. <laughs> right, fragile. I'll turn the mic. Okay, turn the mic. Drop the mic. Uh, Retrig202, off topic and personal, but C-Milk, when you quit smoking, did you go cold turkey, vape? Uh, one year from you without a cig, vaping saved my life. Okay, I can give some good advice to people that are still hooked on the nick. Um, I smoked for, you know, 10, 13, 15 years, whatever. Anyway, long time. Um, very hard to quit in China, especially. Um, what I can say is that I quit with vaping and then I quit vaping, okay? Um, actually, I quit with vaping, then I quit vaping with nicotine gum, and then I quit va quit nicotine gum. But I'll tell you what, if I go back now, I could absolutely have done it cold turkey. And this is a, this is a weird plug, but you should definitely, definitely, if you're considering getting off nicotine, and I know people don't like advice, mm. but if you're asking for it, Look up a book called um, Alan Carr. That's the author. And it's called The Easy Way to Quit Smoking. And just read it. Just do me a favor and just read it. And I promise you, I actually promise you, by the time you finish that book, you will have quit. You'll have quit smoking. And that's the best advice I can give. Because yes, you said vaping saved your life. And it probably did. Vaping also potentially um, 
led me to go to the ICU. I had a yeah, bacterial... popcorn line. No, I didn't get. Don't say that. That's misinformation. <laughs> I'm, just I'm kidding. Um, Something like that. No, I didn't get popcorn line. I know you didn't. Yeah, no. yeah. I got a, a life-threatening bacterial lung infection. I was yeah. in the ICU. Yeah. Um, I thought it was COVID, but it turns out it was almost as bad, if not worse. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. a lot of that probably was led led to vaping. If you have wet stuff in your lungs constantly, mm-hmm. you're more susceptible to to infection. Yeah. So I recommend quitting everything. And I'm I'm at a point now where like even caffeine and things like that. There's no reason to be addicted to something. You can enjoy something. You don't need sure. to be addicted to it. Yeah. So that's my advice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think uh, a problem with vaping, just throw throw it in there, is sure. that uh, uh, when you when you give up smoking to do vaping and i've never been a smoker Uh, i've got my reasons i've told you all before but uh uh, because vaping is seen as a healthy alternative Mm -hmm. and it really is people then abuse it more because i mean like you were on the vape stick way more than i smoked 24 hours way more than i smoked you it was like non-stop sure until you fell asleep you were vaping because you know we'd stay in hotels and our long road trips and stuff and all I'd hear at night trying to fall asleep is... You know, was like, was, <laughs> that sounds like a bad sound yeah, to hear at night. I know, but it's like, you know, the vape, vape's got a really like loud burning sound. Yeah, it's or whatever. like a crackling. And it'll be like until 3 a.m. in the morning or whatever, just to keep hearing... All the time and yeah, smell fucking... Sorry. Mm, smell this awful fruit-scented depending you know, on candy what the flavor corn. of the week was yeah yeah whatever anyway yeah but I'm anyway so glad i glad you stopped that sure and i and i and i've been off it for almost oh it's it's mm. a year it's yeah. been a year yeah. a full year awesome. no nicotine and i i don't regret i don't regret it and i don't want to ever go back so cool um lou l pmvs thank you thanks oh, let me turn this back okay turn the mic turn the mic uh bob k says grand tour communism clip on uh youtube you'll chuckle i've oh, watched okay. all the grand tour episodes so i've probably seen it oh okay i'll take a look we watched the Grand Tour. Yeah. yeah. Uh, JP, do you think China's anal swabbing U.S. diplomat symbolizes how Biden <laughs> is bending over to China? No, but I will say this. Yeah. I'm pretty sure China's doing this on purpose. Yeah. I honestly do. Well, they've now made it mandatory for all foreigners entering China must get an anal swab. Right. That's, so, what, I, that's what I'm saying. Isn't that a deterrent, though? Like, I wouldn't yeah. want to go to China because it means you have to have an anal swab. They have to have someone stick a Q-tip up your ass and right. dig around for a bit. Sure. It's kind of humiliating. Yeah, no shit. You and know? Japan asked diplomatically, can you stop doing this to our citizens? Yeah. It's humiliating. Yeah. And, and and it causes them emotional distress. It's emotional distress. Well, sure, it's violation. Yeah. It's not cool. It's not cool, China. Stop your nonsense. I bet you they're not doing it to Chinese people either. It's only foreigners. Sure. Uh, Septarshi Singupta, I just saw a CMLX video where Vivi toured a wet market last year. Noticed a lot of disturbing comments calling all Asians uncivilized. Has xenophobia against Asians increased in the U.S. post-pandemic? I think everywhere, in a way. Yeah. Um, and it's something we speak out against. It's unbelievably yeah. unfair. It's ridiculous. And if people can't make the distinction between uh, the, the CCP's mishandling of things versus Asian people, then yeah. they're absolutely, they, they, sh- they should be punished. Absolutely. It's ridiculous. You know, like we said last time, your neighbor who's a, a Chinese American or yeah. Filipino American or whatever kind of Asian American is an American. And it's the same goes everywhere else in the it world. It doesn't matter if they're Chinese anyway. Yeah, they could be course. from mainland China. It's but it's just bizarre that people government. would treat someone in their own yeah. country differently it's just, appalling and yeah. it's effed up and they, they should stop that you're no better than the people doing the same thing in china absolutely the, so stop. the only time i i ever say that anything should ever be done is if you're like in the airport and you've got a tour group coming directly from wuhan epicenter not anymore obviously no, back, back then, in the yeah. past and they're coughing all over the place avoid them sure. yes because you know that's where this stuff is coming from but a random asian person somewhere has got nothing to do with uh, no. the ccp's no 
stupid you, I virus mean, antics. It's 2021. Let's stop targeting yeah. people based on race, guys. Let's not act like the CCP. Exactly. Uh, Murica mm. Forever, Cali local and been a fan since 2012. Cool. Went on an exchange trip to China for my civil engineering degree. Let me know if you guys ever want to grab a beer. Murica. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate Murica that. Forever. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, case closed 93. I took out a girl. Oh, son of a mother. Son of a mother. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's a normal thing to say. Okay. Um, I took a girl out from China on a date in the USA. And she treated the restaurant staff like trash here, yeah. too. <laughs> she was also kind of racist. So I was embarrassed. I mean, it's just a tough habit to break, I guess, you yeah, know, for a lot the, of people. The, the racist thing, it's 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 part of Chinese society. And that's because China's been blocked off for yeah. so many years. Yeah. And it's and normal. And it's not, pun- it's not punished. It's normal, but it's very shocking to someone who hasn't been exposed to it before. You, you get shocked and you go to China. And then after a while, you just get complacent. Yeah. And it's not the right attitude to have, no. to be honest. Yeah. Uh, Hector Hernandez, sending greetings from Texas. Good job, y'all. Thank you. Matt R. Guitar, loving the videos of the moment, guys. Uh, Laudy Six's most recent video gave me all the feels. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, I know. It was a tough one to make. Mm-hmm. Robot stuff. Um, hope things have been good for you guys. Appreciate that. Thank you. I can never say your name. I'm sorry. Wachowski is your last name. Uh, Wachowski. It's my birthday today. Wish me happy birthday. Happy birthday. And happy all birthday, the way in Mr. W- Wachowski. Wachowski. Mm. Um, have fun in Poland. I'm sure you can get some good Polish beer. Very cheap there. Uh, Matthew <laughs> Phillips. Nice. I caught one of your live streams. Awesome. You are both awesome. Hey, Thanks. Matt. It's nice to see you comment on David Inks Gamer live stream this week. Oh, yeah. I saw you there, actually. Yeah, big fan of his channel, actually. Cool. It reviews JRPGs. Uh, WildFX. Let me know your area, and I will be... I will set up machining for your screaming chicken. Oh, interesting. That'd be cool. <laughs> We're in Long Beach. Yeah, I've um, there is a little bit of progress on that, by the way. It's very slow, but the doors are finally kind of aligned, and you know we're getting there. Sure, I'll, I'll, there'll be a thing on on worthless whips to tell you how it's going. Right. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Case says message retracted. Thank you okay. very much. Uh, Wild FX says machining your wheels. Winston. Yeah. Cool. And I appreciate that because the wheels need to work. Jonathan Case says Winston, you need a bolo tie since you're in America. Oh, bolo! I read that as bolo. Bolo yeah. means pineapple in Chinese. Bolo. You need a bolo yeah. tie. Okay. Since you're in the U.S., that's right. funny how Chinese is infected yeah, my absolutely. brain. Absolutely, I'll look into it. Thanks. Me. What is a bolo tie? Uh, it's like one of those like uh, cowboy ones. Oh, you know, those, you know those things. Those like little strings. Things. Yeah, yeah. And you have the like the metal on it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a bolo tie. Okay, I'll try it out. I need a cowboy hat. I don't think you need to do that. Okay. He's <laughs> Stein. Yeah. You two need to let me know the next time you're heading to Vegas. We can have a beer and swap lies. Okay, <laughs> nice. sounds fun. Uh, case closed 93. Thoughts on Dr. Seuss being racist against Chinese? I haven't heard that. Oh, I heard something about that the other day. Uh, I know they've banned some of his books in China because it's, you know, Green Eggs and Ham or whatever. Or one of those because it's about communism. Oh, sure. It's like sure. anti-communist. Sure. I don't know about that. I read something about it. I just can't remember what sounds, it was about. Sounds absurd. The dude's long dead. Who cares? Let's continue yeah. on. Uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, kids. The thing about these things, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff that's considered racist today, but I don't think kids make these distinctions. Like yeah. adults are finding this, but yeah. like no kids reading this being like, ah, yeah, exactly. bingo. Yeah, uh, Junebug in Texas having a pineapple outside your front house means you and your wife are swingers. That is <laughs> really? quite the sign. That's bizarre. Like that's quite the investment to like. Do you just put like a, put a pineapple? Oh, outside? Mindy, I thought you had to eat it. <laughs> oh, okay. Just, no, it says outside your front house. You're right. Yeah, you just put one there. You put one there. What the heck? 
That's and then what? Do people come knocking? I don't get it. Come and don't come yeah. a knocking if it's a rocking. Yeah, there's a bunch of knocking going on in that house. Yeah, knocking boots. Yeah. It's just... Anyway, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but on the bolo tie, you know, yeah. you're all set. Mm-hmm. Uh, Neon Nor, isn't the F thirty five widely acknowledged as a disaster and a government money sink? Well, yeah, US? yes, it is. But you have to understand that that doesn't matter in the eyes of uh, the Chinese hackers who stole all the information from the Department of Justice and stuff. They take the designs because they're incapable of making their own and because it costs too much. Just like you say, it's a government money sink. I shouldn't say incapable. If China really wanted to, they could really try and make something. But every single piece of military hardware that China owns is a copy of a Western or Russian or whatever design. And that's the thing. The I can't remember the name of the plane, but the the, the new Chinese stealth plane is just an F thirty five copy with Russian engines. It's in not it. a J series. Uh, it, yeah, it is a J oh, okay. something or other. But you can go take a look, and it's just stupid. It's like someone took it and drew it, and then recreated it with a couple of little differences here or there. You know, sure. It's, it's lame. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. But yeah, people are confirming pineapple in your window. Really, it's yeah. an actual thing. That's gross. I mean, I'm not judging, but I'm not really into that. Actually, I do kind of find it gross. It is. Why are you married? Anyway, (laughs) Colin Campbell. Could China be behind Italy and the EU blocking vaccines going to Australia? That remains to be seen. We'll We'll find out. Mm. Mr. Guzman, uh, I'd love to see Taiwan be more recognized in this way from now on instead of treading around the toes toes that is the CCP and China. Mm -hmm. Uh, Would really enjoy seeing them as a small superpower someday. Oh, remember, we were going to tell everyone... You know how China's always going on about Taiwan is a part of China. Taiwan is China. How do you ban imports from your own country then? (laughs) What is that? What kind of China doesn't even say. China doesn't even say like, oh, like they could be part of China one day. China says Taiwan already is a part of China. Yeah. Or Taiwan's already part of China. It's kind of like here in the States or something and someone's like, okay, all Idaho potatoes are yeah, going to be banned. We're, we're not banned. allowed to import. Screw Idaho. We're not importing Idaho potatoes from Idaho anymore to the rest Never of the country. Never again to the rest it's of the like, country. Yeah, we're not importing them. Right. We, we won't exchange U.S. dollars for U.S. dollars on that trade. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what the hell? We're not going <laughs> to let it through customs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, what the hell? Yeah, agreed. It's dumb. So there we go, China. Get your facts straight. Yeah. It's definitely <laughs> not one country, two systems. or anything. It's, it's certainly not. Nobody Different in... countries with different what systems. Was it? was it 11% of Taiwanese people support reunification? Yep. Uh, Winnie Lee, thank mm-hmm. you. O'Connell, 07. Do you think China will be carbon neutral by 2060? Um, absolutely not. No way. No way. Don't for a second believe any figure you've seen thus far. I even see very critical articles talking about China's successes in the environmental yeah. sphere because they pinpoint like certain things. You yeah, don't like, understand oh, reality. Yeah, massive amounts of tree planting or whatever. Yeah. But they don't understand that that's detrimental because they're planting the wrong kind of trees yes. in the wrong kind On of On a mass place, scale. Which is eating up too much water and creating soil erosion issues and all this nonsense. I challenge the environmentalists, if you get a chance, if you're a tourist or something in China, go to Dalatu or any of that Western Inner Mongolia area. People Mm -hmm. I've talked to there that did mass tree planting. The farmers there are devastated because the trees that they planted to to stop desertification have ruined all the farmland, right? So that's just one example. But like emissions, all this stuff is public data coming from the CCP, you understand? So most of it you got to take with a grain of salt honestly it really is very bad and um i mean there was that documentary under the dome yeah that, that got that got banned in china you can watch that to get a slight idea of what's yeah. going on but when we used to buy motorcycles in china we had this yeah. motorcycle shop okay yeah you would buy it and it's supposed to have emissions equipment on it okay so you buy this knockoff motorcycles whatever chinese well, you shouldn't it. say knockoff. It's, it's a chinese oh, brand it's a chinese they have brand, to pass okay, the laws so howling or whatever sure 
and you we used to make custom motorcycles so i'd normally strip off the emission mm -hmm. stuff anyway but i'd be pulling these things off and they were fake so you have what looks like an egr valve but it's literally just a plastic yeah plastic copy of what an egr valve anywhere. is it actually the tube where you're supposed to have your pcv valve that like sucks yeah. the the gas out of the engine it's a solid tube. It's not actually a tube. It's just a solid thing that you can put the fake hose on that goes to the fake emissions equipment. And they've got the sticker on there saying that it passes the emissions. So, and this is real stuff, guys. It's not making this up. This is stuff that we saw ourselves. Yeah, it's stuff very Chavador. ridiculous. So everything on paper says China's doing things well. I spoke green. to a guy today, mm -hmm. uh, a factory owner that stopped doing business very, just recently, this year actually, because yeah. of the pandemic. And you were talking about how the environmental standards for a lot of the factory stuff has gotten worse recently right. because of corruption. Like she tightening power and consolidating everything and then Beijing down as opposed to gray area, like people yeah, working yeah. their shit out, has gotten has made it so much worse nowadays because sure. stuff either slips through the radar and you have enough powerful connections to get away with anything nowadays. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. So don't believe any of those numbers coming out because they're all bullshit. And having seen it with my own eyes and knowing... It's just bullshit. Having lived there for so many years and yeah, traveled it's... around so much, the pollution is terrible. And yes, it's been two years since we've been in mainland China. But guess what? You don't clean up an entire industry in two years. Well, you can also just read actual data and yeah. talk to people. And look <laughs> at the AQI. And the AQI. Stuff. I mean, even they fake that. Remember but... they, they were catching them putting like cotton in the in sensors? In the AQI sensors, So that yeah. it didn't like pick up how bad it was? You guys uh, don't understand how fake everything Shabdo is. It's and fake. So please don't ever believe this idea I mean, that China is so it, green. I, I've said this too, a lot. But if you guys are new, mm. I literally went in a taxi in Inner Mongolia and there was a wind farm. I should say there was only a few wind turbines, yeah. big ones, and they were never on. Mm. And then I was in a taxi and we were driving by and, and the taxi driver goes, you see that? They turned it on. And I said, what do you mean? And they go, they used electricity to turn it yeah, on yeah. to make it spin because there was a government official in town. Sure. That's the level that China is willing to go to. Yeah. Like those fake um, solar things in yeah. Shenzhen. They had these for the university. They put up yeah. all the streetlights. They took it down like a year later. But they put these they had yeah, little, little wind those, turbines, yeah. little uh, solar panels. And it's to try and pretend like the streetlights are powered by those. Yeah. But actually, I, remember. I saw them putting them up and I spoke to the people and they're fake. They basically have an electric motor in there to turn the yep. turbine. Yep. And it's a fake solar panel. Yeah. No wires going anywhere. And <laughs> what happens remember. is when the streetlights, like, they get powered and it powers that little thing to turn around to make it look like it's wind energy. It's like right. that kind of shit. And right. you know what? Any Anyone who's visiting there from overseas will be like, wow, look at how green and progressive you know, China is. But it's all face sure. and it's nonsense. Right. So please don't believe any of that stuff. Of course, there are things that China is doing to uh, improve, but by and in large, not. So right. please, like, take it with a pinch of salt every time, unless you see it yourself, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, the, all I'm talking about, I'm not an environmentalist, right? Mm -hmm. I do have family that is, but yeah. um, mostly my stuff comes from speaking to Chinese people. So when I would go on motorcycle trips, like, especially in Inner Mongolia or on that taxi and stuff, I'm just talking to people. They sure. have no prerogative. Sure. I'm not like, tell me. I'm yeah. working for CNN. We want you to know. <laughs> sure. You know, there's just just casual conversation. People know. They're not like the, the Dude, that lake there. there. Oh my God. There's this black lake there. Right. I swear to God, if you look, I, I, there's probably stuff out there online because there's no way you can hide this, the size sure. of it. Yeah. Type in Bauto. It's B-A-O-T-O-U. Bauto mm -hmm. Lake. I, you can't um, understand the unbelievable amount of waste and like toxic chemicals it's like a black tar pit yeah it's insane well those uh clandestine fishing trawlers and fleets that go out like 300 strong or more they serve a dual purpose 
because not only do they go out there to fish and strip the the sea of life but they also are a garbage disposal system so they load up all their fishing trawlers with plastic they get paid to do this right so they load it up with plastic and yeah you know just waste and they go out to sea and then they dump it in the sea when they're going to do all this fishing stuff so yes. they're also putting huge amounts of waste just yeah. into the oceans and these stupid fishing fleets right you know like anyway we go on for ages yeah we're just, china's Sorry. not going to hit that goal no uh p-dog taiwanese pineapple cake is awesome i love taiwanese pine- pineapple cake i used to have this uh i went to school with a taiwanese uh, dude and then his cousin sent me some mm-hmm. stuff from taiwan yeah. And she sent me a, a pineapple cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that would like blew my mind. And then I remember in Taiwan, when I moved to Taiwan, I ate them all the time. Yeah, every time we visit Taiwan, my wife insists that they're we great. buy a bunch they're to bring great. back. They're, they're so good. Yeah. Uh, Amy Murphy, thank you. Fallen Angel, have you guys been watching, uh, have, have been watching you guys since 2017? Thank always you. For, thanks for always giving a good perspective on China. Uh, best wishes from Denmark. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot. Ruben Sim, Roblox. <laughs> Roblox. Okay. Oof, oof. Yeah. Turn that volume off. Yeah. Um, Windows Defender said we've been hacked. No. Uh, and I'm joking. Uh, Ruben Sim says Roblox released a new set of rules for people wanting to publish a game in China. I DM Lawai a link on Twitter. You guys might find it interesting. That actually is interesting. Yeah, we'll take a look. Um, oof. That's a big oof from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Benjamin Hughes. I live in Germany and I'm terrified about the route we're going down uh, just to be able to sling a few outdated cars in China. Can you give me give me any words of hope in the future of the West? I don't see much. Um, definitely no doom and gloom from me. Mm-hmm. The West, I read this amazing article the yeah. other day. Yeah. Look up Google, China is not 10 feet tall. Yeah. It will give you a lot of hope um, because it's just, we've been so focused on the achievements of China mm-hmm. while neglecting any sort of benefit of the West. And it's so imbalanced, fake, and unfair. Yeah. Uh, Germany, I can't speak on behalf of, but the West in general is definitely decoupling from China. I can tell you that. Yeah. Uh, we're starting to see change. You yeah. have to understand I'm, that. I'm getting hope. Yeah. it's It's been a pretty rough couple of years yes. for the two of us. Because when you understand China so well and you see the ignorance surrounding China, you know, in the world, just by and large, you do lose a lot of hope because you see people walking into this trap that you can clearly see is right there in front of you. And they just keep walking into this trap and you keep warning them, but they keep doing it. But honestly, we've been seeing, especially since uh, people woke up after the COVID thing, you're seeing people actually take notice yeah. and say, hang on a second, China's not just some benign entity, you know, right. it is actually affecting our lives. And I right. think it's, it's, that's a positive. We're starting to see some change. Sure, so sure. Just keep raising awareness. On the whole, awareness. on yeah. the whole. Keep raising awareness, you know, keep Push talking forward. about the things. And it's just like anything else. You don't need to demonize a country or a person or whatever it is. But the bad actions need to be pointed out. So when China's doing bad things that are affecting your country and affecting you, point it out. Don't just ignore it. Yeah, you know? agreed. People point out all the problems in the USA all the time. Everywhere in the world, they're always moaning about yeah, what the USA does in Afghanistan or whatever and that the bad things that America does. And yes, America does a bunch of bad things. But guess what? So does China. Just because one country does something bad doesn't mean another one doesn't. All countries and all entities should be held to account when they do something bad. So this whole whataboutism thing is a bunch of nonsense. It's just, it's skewed it so yeah. far to the point where China's, China's doing the world's share of bad. We, yeah. can, we can say it's outlandishly disproportional sure. to, to what China does in terms to of the human environment, rights and the environment and to their yeah. human rights and all that. Yeah. But people give it a pass because for some reason it's because not. Because America cool. bad or because America bad or, bad or. Yeah, I mean, that's what the article, China's not 10 feet tall. That's what that's yeah. about. It's amazing. Right. Definitely yeah. read it. But um, it's skewed 
to where we've listened to China's narrative and when they say you can't criticize their government because we're yeah. developing, it's racist, you can't do this, whatever. Yeah. You know? anyway. don't, don't listen to it. Yeah. Cool. Um, Junebug, thank, thank you. you. Saptar, uh, Saptarshi Sengupta, New York Times speculates CCP hackers may have caused a power blackout in Mumbai. Probably. Probably, yeah. In November 20th, the Indian hackers may have tried the same in Wuhan. Interesting. Hmm. Libby Klein, thank you for standing up to the CCP. You're welcome. Yep. Uh, also, could you please play your opening song, I Remember You, for as long as possible? It's awesome. <laughs> Don't worry. Especially with the two of you riding your bike. Thanks. That's not going away. That's right. staying. Yeah. Uh, Robert M., I have a bad conspiracy. CCP is behind the attacks. Which attack? <laughs> yeah, I'm um, sure. Canadian well, Greg. Yep. Mm -hmm. We'll be in Asia again for uh, greater than six months, the third time. Mm -hmm. uh, always rented motorbikes and a total rookie med driver. I look, uh, I'd, lo I'd love for you both to discuss what model brand to purchase in Thailand, Vietnam, Malaysia. Things to be aware of. You, yeah. I got the right video for you. Sure. We already made that video. Yeah, we did. Because we did it in Vietnam, so mm -hmm. it will pertain to those three countries. Yeah. Go to ADV China. Yeah. And type in what kind of motorcycle. Oh, what should my first bike be? Something along Something those like lines. That. We talked so about I've been first motorcycle ADV yeah. China. Yeah, we did a whole thing where we talked about the different bikes that you should At get length. as as a beginner and what we've owned and things like yeah. that. It's a really and really it's a, good it's video. a fun episode. You get to see some crazy things going on no, in that video. No one we were so bummed because it's really long. It was yeah. a big adventure episode. Like we yeah. saw some weird shit. Going like the on. guy in the truck having to lift the power lines and yeah. the broom Just to get a to, truck under it. A, yeah. And we're at all these little villages and these old yeah. villages and yeah, stuff. Yeah. It was really cool. Yeah. But uh no one watched it because it was about motorcycles, yeah. but that'll be perfect for you. Yeah. Uh, Linda Hunter. Hey, fellows, I still love you. We still love you too, Linda Thank Hunter. Thank you. Mm. Uh, Wumao Troll, Chinese nationalist number one. Now that is a name. Okay. The sun sets in the west and rises in the east. The red dragon has awakened and the earth is trembling. U.S. is falling to joke leadership. <laughs> I like the... Yeah, I the like, thumbnail's awesome. You're, you're, you're doing well yeah. if you're trying Don't, to cosplay as a, a yeah. Wumao. Don't worry about all that blustering, you know. Um, China has a great saying, actually. It was Mao Zedong, wasn't it, who called the U.S. a paper tiger? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I think we can flip that on its head a little bit. Yeah, do you think? Use, <laughs> use China's own rhetoric against China because paper tiger very, very, very well sums up the government. You know, sums up what the CCP is. Yeah. Uh, Doughboy makes stories great again. Thank you very much for that wow. generous donation. Uh, mm -hmm. No question, just donation. Keep up the great work. We I appreciate love it very Thank much. you so much, man. Wow, Doughboy. Mm -hmm. uh, David11 says on Myanmar China and Russia are the two usual suspects that have blocked any action in the UN Security Council of course sure. very disappointed to see that CCP and putrid Putin at it again yeah we saw that and uh, there's a lot of Myanmar stuff to follow up on there's so many dastardly things the CCP is sure. doing um, funding the army to to beat up the medical staff that's trying to help protesters. Is there actual proof to yeah, that, yeah, or is that yeah. just hearsay? No, it's, it's okay. there. I mean, they did it in, in Hong Kong. They did, yeah, they did. So why not in Burma, where they have free reign? It makes sense. It makes sense. Um, anyway, Manjish Deb, hey, yo, love your work as always. Have you heard about the cyber attack on the U.S. and Indian Serum Institutes to steal sure. IP? Yeah. yeah. Also, China, China China disengaged in the Lat Lat. I don't know how to say that Lock Lock area. Yeah. And reaching out uh, India to lower down tension. Mm. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't give that credit to, to CCP to be totally honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. No. The, the obviously there's been a lot of cyber attacks against Pfizer and all all the big companies because remember. From the beginning of this video, that's how China wins, is they take the hard work and IP of others and build their own version of it and claim credit for it. And that's obviously what was happening 
you know yeah. people are like they cannot specifically tie it to attacks by china but highly suspect and of course that's probably what's happening uh 369369 says matt i want that hoodie very simple just look up masterpiece black hoodie on on google i appreciate that you like it uh exa you can just call me exa i almost called the exa from the ashes oops i just did anyway just call me exa lol stay awesome and you too yeah, yeah stay awesome uh canadian greg disagree with you about moto in vietnam getting dr- driven by drunk sleepless bus driver for 12 hours doing near uh, sorry, near miss face to face with other buses in Vietnam is way more dangerous. <laughs> yeah, you're probably sure, right. Sure. I did an overnight bus in Vietnam. It was awful. Yeah, That's, I like to be in control. I know the bike is very dangerous, but Super at least dangerous. I'm in control. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's about it, guys. Wow, that was a good one, uh, guys. Remember to go buy your Taiwanese pineapples. Yes. Uh, you know, pineapples are pretty awesome. Um, what's that? Do you, you call, call yours Lao Po and they call you Lao Gong? Uh, sometimes. Yeah, not that much. Maybe okay. it's like a little playful thing. Yeah. I speak to a lot of Chinese, my wife, though. Yeah. yeah. I know, we do I know a friend of mine, it's like, he does that, like, yeah. all the time. And not wife, as, yeah, we don't call And his wife will always be like, Lao Gong, can we you do this We mostly say now? Wei or, or Yo. <laughs> no, yeah, I just, uh, I just Yo. call my wife by her name or just, sure. you know, speak to her directly as I normally My wife's do. name is Wei. So. With their, yeah, with, with normal. Yeah, exactly. Wei also means, like... Hello. Yeah, I'm not on the phone. Yeah, it's like Wei. Wei Niang. Yeah, that idiot. There's this shill YouTuber. Yeah. And he was trying to prove that he could speak Chinese in China. He's a massive shill piece of shit, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, such a wanker, this guy. Yeah. He goes and he goes to the train station. He's so shaky. Yeah. And he's like, wants to show that he can speak Chinese because we were like taking the piss out of him or something. Not by name. No, 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 no. We're just taking the piss out of the shills that can't speak Chinese. Yeah. And he goes up to the, the train attendant and he goes, Wei ni hao, wei yao, wei yao mai yi jang piao, or something yeah, like yeah. that. Which means wei like, hao, when yeah. you call, when you pick up your phone, yeah. you say wei, yeah. wei. So he said wei, like like he's talking to someone on the phone in yeah. person. You can say like a. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that a lot. Yeah. A ni, hao. ni hao. Yeah. But you don't he's say like wei. He's like wei. Wei is when you answer the phone. It's like in Japanese when you say moshi moshi. moshi. It's moshi moshi, not okay, moshi whatever. Moshi. I don't speak Japanese, I speak yeah. Chinese. Right. Um, but you wouldn't Thanks go up to Thanks for the clarification. Yeah, yeah. You, you I speak English, not German. <laughs> you get to you don't wouldn't go up to someone and pretend like you're answering the phone yeah that's my yeah, point yeah. crap we got more sorry okay. uh vs thank you very much canadian greg again indonesia was the most intense experience for me greater than vietnam so far for me vietnam was the craziest mm. like writing I, for both of us we discussed this top tier insanity india is another story as in, well. yeah that's true um, but you didn't ride there yeah, I mean, I I was riding in tuk-tuks and stuff. Sure. but you, can, you, you haven't can, been in yeah. control of a bike Yeah, no, yet. you can see just by that. Sure. That will probably yeah. surpass Vietnam. Yeah. And we'll find out. Yeah. But it's slower. Vietnam's wild, dude. Yeah, they, it is. That's it is. crazy. It is. You pass between a truck at full speed and 180 curves on one-way lanes both ways. Yeah. Can't wait for both of you to go there. Cheers, Lola China. We'll definitely go there at Absolutely. some point. Absolutely. Cool. All right. Fantastic, guys. Thank you again. Once again, don't forget to eat your Taiwanese pineapples. Yes. Thank you for joining us. It's always so nice to have you here with us where we can actually interact with you guys, answer your questions, and share with you all the things that we've discovered. Sorry for the thirst trap. Yeah. It's not a trap. It's true. <laughs> it's true. It is. Like, I know that I person. There was a sexy I know woman. that person. I asked him to you know, stand with a pineapple. You know, <laughs> Stand still him. right there. Raise yeah. your leg. She was she was busy walking when I snapped that off, okay? You know, it just happened to be in that position, whatever. <laughs> anyway, guys, I hope you have a wonderful day and a uh, fantastic rest of the week. Oh, don't forget, tomorrow I'm releasing a video, which is kind of gross. Oh, my gosh. But I'm talking about public toilets in China, and that's a part of China that really needs to change. So I hope you watch it because it's kind of interesting. 
Um, and uh, yeah, don't forget to check out uh, Milk's yeah, I did a heartfelt video, video from YMS yesterday. China. Yeah. yeah, from yesterday. And uh, next week there will not be an ADV China um, on Monday, but there will be a Worthless Whips on Tuesday. Yes. Can't wait to see you then. So until then, you know the drill as always. Stay 